This show is an ultimate podcast group production. Hey, this is Live Better with Natasha with me, Natasha Hamilton. This podcast is all about exploring your mental, physical and spiritual wellness. Live Better with Natasha is for anyone who is looking to broaden their horizons with their wellness, who want to heal, they want to grow, and they want to feel on top of the freaking world. Hi, it's Natasha and welcome to the Live Better with Natasha podcast. I am so excited to have not only an amazing, incredible woman, but one of my good friends. On today's show, we have got the incredible Jill Ritchie. So Jill is a life coach, intuitive coach, empowerment coach, and meditation guide. And she is the creator of Unearth Your Power on Instagram. This woman literally inspires me on a daily basis. She has brought me out of some really dark places. She's helped support me on my well-being journey. So I am just so happy to have you here today. Welcome, Jill. Oh, thank you so much. What a lovely intro. (laughs) It's so true because for everyone who's listening here, me and Jill met last year. We were doing the same type of um, MLM business, shall we say. Um, And we just connected over Instagram, Mm. didn't we? Yeah, we did. I actually, do you know why we connected? I was laughing about this earlier. I was away in Italy for five weeks because the beauty of my business is because it's all online, I can just go anywhere. And that freedom, God, I remember having that on the vision board when I first started my coaching business that I wanted to go to Italy and France and spend the whole summer there. And I remember lying on at the lake in Lake Garda and I was listening to some music and an Atomic Kitten song came on. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, I love this song. And as you do, got the Instagram up, I'm singing along and I tagged you in it. And then you reshared it. And then I saw that we were doing some stuff. I'm like, oh my God, there's synchronicities there. I need to reach out to her. Mm. And that was it. That was it. We just connected. That is the amazing thing about social media. I mean, the amount of people who on I now class as a very close friend because of just reaching out, you know, whether it would be, as you say, reposting someone's post or mm-hmm. or seeing someone's story and just saying, hey, you know, just a little message to say, I think you're mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I even did that last night. I, I just stumbled upon this um, this young girl's profile. She's stunning. She's a producer. She's a songwriter. Um, and I just was scrolling through her feed and I thought, you are like the mm-hmm. independent woman. Like you are awesome. Yeah. So I just messaged her and said, Hey, I just wanted to say, I think you're absolutely gorgeous and super talented. Like just keep shining. And this morning she messaged me back saying, Oh my God, that is like the nicest message I've ever mm-hmm. to." And I'm like, you know what? That made me feel nice. Yep. It's made her feel good. Like there's so much going on in this world right now, like a little bit of kindness, a little bit of appreciation goes a hell of a long way. Oh, completely. And I can really resonate with that. And I think people hold back from actually ever messaging someone. So they're maybe inspired. They maybe feel really drawn to like what you did, messaging someone because they think, oh my gosh, I'm going to look stupid. What if they think I'm crazy or that's really silly doing that? And in actual fact, it's the opposite because like you can make someone's day by messaging them. Someone messaged me this morning when you were saying that 
I got a message in my Instagram feed um, and it was this woman, again, she'd messaged to say, I just wanted to say something similar that, you know, I love your profile. You have given me hope in moments that I didn't have hope. And I didn't know this woman. And I thought, do you know what? That is the reason I do this job. Because what, you know, we absolutely can really transform lives with just a kind word, just a kind word, you know? Absolutely. And I feel like I've got a purpose and a direction with my social media. Like for many years, it was just a bit like, oh, hey, like this is me eating some pasta, you know, those really annoying posts. Yeah, (laughs) I know, I know. Well, you know, and I love showing off my family, which is fantastic. But in, you know, say the past 12 months, especially, I've, I've made a conscious effort to make a change, to try and inspire, to try and lift people up, because it's really difficult. Like we know deep down inside that Instagram is just a facade and that's not people's real lives but when you're scrolling past that on the daily these like beautiful people everything's perfect the travel this that the other (laughs) you kind of miss the beauty that's in your own life Mm. and so for me I'm like look life isn't perfect but you can still find those little pockets of beauty Mm. in every day whether it's looking inward into yourself Mm -hmm. or you know following the right people on Instagram as well. Yeah, I think you've really hit the nail on the head there about the the whole social media thing. When we basically compare someone's highlight reel to our lives, it's, you know, the clues and and the name highlight. It's a highlight reel. It's not real life. It's not the big picture. It's a 30 second best bit of someone's life and, and how they look, how they're showing up. You don't see the other 24 hours and well 23 hours and whatever of their their day that that that's actually their real life and I know when I'm working with people that's the biggest thing that people really struggle with is the comparison shopping that that they do on social media Um, and I think that's why I definitely make um a point of and I've got a laugh right because my sister says to me Jill you either go on social media totally glam or winnie a slob like this, this <laughs> like. but I think that's who we all are Natasha we're either glam or we're just like I've like we've been dragged up and down through a hedge over you know chucked about and and it's but that's real life Absolutely. You know, we, we don't wake up looking like amazing we don't wake up always feeling like we want to dance out of bed that takes effort it takes effort to do that Mm. and this is the thing what especially this year has taught me is just be unapologetically you like we went into lockdown I have got the craziest head of hair on the planet (laughs) you know and it was just getting bigger and fuzzier and more wiry and drier and I just ended up with ended up with this like uh almost like Wurzel Gummidge hair (laughs) Monica for friends that episode (laughs) yeah I am such a like mine's worse than Monica's and um and I just was like I don't care. I know. I'm gonna just let it, it go wild. I'm gonna stick a bandana on it and try to make it look a little bit of some kind of pretty. <laughs> oh, I know. Just things like that. It was like this is nice. I I I oh. totally embraced, you know, being in my sweats all day, not wearing much makeup. Yet I felt like I wanted to glam up. 
Mm -hmm. I did. Not that there was Mm -hmm. anything too glam up for. (laughs) (laughs) But we all have that in us, don't we? Every now and then you just want to feel good. But Mm -hmm. it's always good when it's on your terms and you're doing it for you and, and not anyone else. And you've, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's it. It's, it's doing it on your terms. It's, it's actually tuning into you, your body rather than your mind, because our minds are so powerful. They will always try and find a solution or take us to familiar. So even if it's shit familiar, your mind doesn't care. It just wants familiar. So, you know, sometimes we're in the habit of getting up in the morning and, you know, having to, search for who's the perfect person that I need to follow today we we grab our phones in the morning when the alarm goes off and rather than just getting up and getting out of bed we will spend that hour sometimes scrolling on social media and what I say to people is you would never ever invite 200 people into your bedroom at seven o'clock in the morning to offload to you, to brag, to show you what they're doing well, to show you all the great stuff in their life. You would never, ever do that. But your mind, and this is the truth, your mind doesn't know the difference between someone physically in front of you talking to you or information that you're taking in from a screen. It's the information that it's taken in. But when you're taking your phone in the morning and you're looking at it and it's like, you know, 200 people up to that you're looking at, whether that's emails, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of that information is going into your mind before you've even had a moment to think about how you want to show up on that day. And that's so damaging because how can you not compare when you're, you've not had a chance to think for the morning and and you're just taking on all of those other people's stories and, and shit really? Uh, do you know what? I, I couldn't agree more. And I remember the first time you told me like that analogy mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, mind blown because mm-hmm. it's so true before I'd even had a, t- a chance to assess how I felt or how that, what, you know, how the kids were feeling, what needs to be done for the day, like get into my flow everyone else's flow was slapping me in the face <laughs> and it leads to like that feeling of being overwhelmed and on the back foot and and you are you end up being late for your day because you get like sucked into this like vortex of social media like nonsense yeah and now like I and I still have to make a conscious effort because yeah, when too. my alarm goes off mm-hmm. I'm like don't pick up the phone but I put the radio on straight away for me because music to me is it, it medicine. my mind it's my medicine yeah. like I will you know do a little groove from the bed shimmy my way to the bathroom and that makes me feel good because I'm starting my day with like a positive enforcement yeah and it's mm-hmm. it's so important to be able to do that because our brain is so powerful and if we wake up and we're not feeling it and mm-hmm. we give into that I'm not feeling it vibe the whole day just runs away with you, doesn't it? Oh my gosh, yeah. And the thing is, as I say, when you um, wake up in the morning, your mind likes familiar. So, um, and it has habitual responses. So if you think when your alarm goes off in the morning, and, and here's the thing, right? My alarm goes off in the morning. I've been practicing this religiously for two and a half years since I started doing this line of work. 
but I still never feel like when that noise goes off, you're dragged out of a sleep, right? So you're not waking up thinking, oh, yes, yes, I feel amazing. Thank you, alarm. But but you've actually got to interrupt that habitual response because your habitual response is to go to the negative, which is, oh, my God, oh, you know, this feels awful and I don't like this feeling. And And also if you've got, you know, anxious thoughts that are going on in your mind and, and playing in your mind, um, your mind will automatically search for that familiar feeling. So that familiar thought, which then gives you the familiar feeling. So um, you almost need to interrupt it by moving your body. So when the alarm goes off, I would say to people, actually get up, like you, like you said, like put music on, physically move your body. Because if you don't, your mind, you know, it starts going into the familiar. I don't want to get up. This doesn't feel good. I don't like this. Oh my God, you know, I feel anxious today. Am I worried today? How do I feel today? When you say, how do I feel today? Your mind's going to take you to the familiar. So if you're having anxious thoughts or you've been having anxious thoughts, the habitual response you have is, well, how do I feel today? Well, the familiar is anxious. So let's let's go into the anxious feeling. Um, so you you physically need to move your body or say words like, I feel good. So even though you don't feel good, it's like saying, I feel good today. Because you're interrupting that habitual response that your your mind's having. It's on loop, right? Um, so you have to keep saying it. And, you know, you might not feel good. The first five, ten times you say those words, I feel good today or I'm excited today, you don't feel it, right? But the words come first and then the feeling starts to come because your mind, when you're saying I'm excited, I'm excited, I feel excited today, your mind then starts to look for feelings of excitement. Okay, she's saying she's excited. So I'm looking for an excited feeling rather than I feel anxious, I feel sick today, I feel worried today, I feel feel fearful today. Your language is so, so important. And even though you may not feel excited, the more that you say it, it'll eventually become a dominant thought. Because when you felt anxious in the morning or you felt fearful, you didn't always feel that way. It was because, you know, you kept having that same thought over and over and over again. And it just became a very dominant thought. So it's almost trying to hardwire your mind in a morning to get you into in a place where you you know, you just get up, you move your body and you start to feel excited about, you know, good things that you can create in your day. And I suppose for many people, old habits die hard. Mm. If you have been just getting up out of bed, going through the motions, you know, moving from one room to the next, Mm. to all of a sudden wake up with that positive reinforcement and those like positive affirmations Mm. it actually takes time doesn't it it takes effort it takes dedication for it to become that new habit definitely and I remember because this wasn't who I was before you know two and a half years ago I look at my life two and a half years ago Natasha and I was probably the worst version of myself definitely not who I am right now Um, and I'd got into that habit of wishing my life away so I would wake up in the morning and I would wish it was six o'clock at night so that I was home I mean I was wishing so much of my life away I didn't get the Monday blues I got the Sunday blues Mm. and I would say and you know I can't wait to get home I can't wait to get home I can't wait till it's Friday I can't wait till it's Friday and you know all of those things is any wonder that I never felt good about my my week because 
I was always wishing it away and never really finding the joy. And it does take time and it takes practice. But what I say to people is, think of where you are right now and where you want to be. What is that worth to you? Is it worth that commitment and dedication to say those words and push past that old story? Because here's the thing, it's all a story. This is a game of life, right? It's all a story. And if you feel crap and you feel out of alignment, it's because you are out of alignment. Your natural state is not to feel like shit. It's stories and old beliefs and actually old patterns that you've taken on. When you start to say, oh God, this is a story of my life. These things always happen to me. Why can't I get it right? Why do I attract toxic people into my life? Why am I treated this way? blah, 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 you know, all these stories that we have. You were not born a person like that. And when we start to say those words, like this happens to me all the time, boom, a signal goes out. And I'm obviously massively a huge believer in the law of attraction. And I do believe that, you know, as human beings, that we are energy and we are so powerful with you know, what we create with the language that we use and the words that we use because the words come first. And if we say those words, you know, that I, I'm not good at this, I'm a shy person, um, I'm not confident, I, you know, bad things always happen to me, then we vibrate, we are all vibrating and we vibrate at that energy level and we cannot possibly attract the things that you know, the, the positive opposite of that. And if we're not, you know, if we're vibrating at that, you know, frequency, we cannot attract the things that we want to attract. And it's actually impossible. So we need to start being dedicated enough to say, you know, for at least, at least 21 days, I'm going to get up and I'm going to, I'm going to commit and I'm going to do these things and I'm going to use this language and I'm going to say the positive opposite of what I believe And then just see what happens because I know without a shadow of a doubt when I did that, I knew that I thought, well, actually, is this possible? Is it possible to get out of where I was feeling, which was a three out of 10? And I remember rating my life a three out of 10. And I thought, God, how bad is that? Because to the outside world, I was a 10. It was like, well, what have you got to feel shit about? You know, you've got all this stuff, but you know, it's how I felt. And my belief system. But I thought, you know, well, if it happens to other people, if they can manifest these things and the law of attraction works for them, then why not me? And I committed. And that's the difference. I I, I committed. And, you know, every morning I got up at 5.15am and I showed up because the alternative for me was medication from the doctor, um, you know, anti-anxiety tablets. I didn't want that life for me. I wanted to heal myself from the inside and I did it. But the only, yeah, the only difference was I I did it. I did it. And do you know what, Natasha? It was easy compared to what my life was before. My life wasn't easy before. I I didn't feel like it was easy. Um, And when I actually let go of the bullshit, and I committed to saying the stuff. And don't get me wrong, at first I thought, no, this cannot, really, really? You know, there's no magic pill. There's no secret sauce. I realized, no, I'm the secret sauce. I can do this. And and it worked. And because of that, that's what led me on to saying, I need to give, I need to gift this to other people. I need them to 
to, to do all this because actually it's super simple. The hardest part is the commitment from you as an individual to show up every day and say those affirmations and do that deep inner work and clear out that bullshit to make space for the things that the life that you were born to have. Yeah, honest to God, I'm just sat here with a big cheesy grin on my face because I know, I know exactly what you're saying. I've walked the walk, bought the t-shirt, like life was incredibly difficult. And for anyone looking in, you can judge and go, what have you got to be down about or sad about or whatever else? But we're all entitled to kind of have those feelings about what we're going through. But the day I realized that no one else was going to save me, I had to be my own savior, was the day that everything changed. Because I was living my life expecting help from others because I couldn't help myself and I couldn't figure out how to help myself. It was almost like an expectation subconsciously, but you know, now looking back at, at my you know, bad times and my down times. It was almost like I was looking to other people, like especially the relationships and and kind of going, well, come on, like, what are you going to do to help? <laughs> you know? And it wasn't, it wasn't their issue. It was my issue. Of course, you need support when you're in a relationship. But the hard work, the groundwork, the hard graft, the peeling back those layers, they're becoming brutally honest that's all down to you. And I think a lot of the time people just aren't ready to go, actually, it starts with me. And you have to, you really have to get so honest and, and let go of all those things that aren't saving you. Um, you know, people will or may potentially listen to what we've been saying and go, well, what a load of crap that is. But what I would say is, have you tried it? Are you wanting more out of life? Are you feeling unfulfilled? Are you feeling like there's more to life? Well, make the changes. It starts with you. Like place yourself in a in that good space, not the negative. Yeah. And it's not always easy, right? We know that. But do you know when I say to people, define hard? Hard is waking up every day feeling like crap. Hard is having low self-worth. Hard is always thinking that you are not important, that you're bottom of the pile, that everyone's better than you, that you're not good enough. That's hard. Hard isn't getting up an hour earlier every morning to work on yourself, to live that life that you were born to have, to manifest the dream life. Because here's the thing, all it takes is your commitment to say, right, one hour every morning, I'm going to commit to me and I'm going to do that inner work. And I promise you, you do that. That's all it starts with. And, you know, even if people go, I don't have an hour, we've all got it. It just depends how badly you want it. You know, sometimes I'm 30 minutes, sometimes I'm an hour. Um, but I always did start my morning um, with me first. And the moment I, I, I started putting myself first, I realised actually, because my programmes was that selfish, especially as a mum, you know, you yeah. don't, you're not important anymore. Like, you know, as, as long as everyone else is okay, I'll be fine. You're like, what? Who wants to live like that? Do you know, the minute I started putting myself first, actually, I was a much better mum, better partner, better friend, better daughter, better sister. And I show up so 
differently in life now. And and that's it. And it had to start with me. And, you know, there was points in that journey where I thought, oh God, you know, I do a lot of energy healing and really like you talked about peeling back those layers because we need to pull back the peel back the layers. Um because we all want to manifest. Everyone's like, oh, I want the dream house. I want the dream partner. I want more money. I want more of this. I want more of that. Ooh. And I'm like, yeah, listen, tech, tech, tech. You can have that. You can have all of that. But you need to make some space because right now in your subconscious, there's no space to manifest that stuff. So it ain't going to happen. We need to clear all that crap out that you've carried, the conditioning, the stories, any old childhood trauma and we can clear that out. And once we do that, there's space that's then created. And then we can start rewiring the subconscious and bringing in the new things that you want to attract. And only then you'll be able to manifest it. Because otherwise, you're you're sprinkling unicorn glitter over a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And I just want to touch a bit on your energy healing because... <laughs> I have had some insane shifts in my thought process and my energy and just how I how I'm going through life after doing some of your sessions. And I think now people are more and more open to healing themselves like being a bit more holistic on their approach to their own personal well-being you know for years it was doctors tablets and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but I think you know we've kind of realized that there's lots of different layers that need work Mm. on how are you finding it especially this year you know the whole COVID situation, people being locked up in their own houses, people mm. losing loved ones. Like, how are you finding people are reacting to a more holistic healing with, within themselves? Yeah, for me, it's my business has, has pretty much quadrupled since lockdown. And I really do believe that people are more open to it now because. I've worked with people, Natasha, who have been on my longest, the client that I've had that's been on medication, the longest she was on antidepressants for 21 years, 21 years. And she had been to therapy, she'd been uh, lots of different people, couldn't get off them. And um, she came to me within three months, she was off them completely. I've had another couple of clients that were on them for nine years, off them completely, because here's the thing, there's definitely a place for medication. However, What happens is when you take any form of antidepressant, a lot, well, a lot of people struggle with it because consciously they're like, I need this, but they're subconsciously worried because they're thinking, well, I need to get off this at some point. You know, what happens when I need to come off this tablet and what happens when I need to come off this medication? And, you know, um, when you're taking that, again, it can really help with anxious feelings and so on but you're not actually getting to the root Mm. of what's caused it. No amount of medication is going to get to the root of that. So when you stop taking it, your programs are still there. The subconscious, the pain, the trauma, you know, whatever caused that is still there. And what I say to people, and I think that's why a lot of people have been more open to it, is it's okay to have anxious feelings. It's okay to feel scared. What's not okay is when we 
try and squeeze it down because we believe with our programs is that it's weak to be sad. It's weak to be emotional. I'm not strong if I'm getting anxious. There's something wrong with me. We are, you know, a human being and we have a whole wide range of different feelings. Sometimes we're happy. Sometimes we're sad. Sometimes we have anxious feelings. Sometimes we're hyper, you know, it's all part of who we are as a human being but we try and only keep the good parts oh it's it's okay to laugh but it's not okay to cry now we were born crying but we believe that it's you know it's a bad thing and I say to people you know you're not you you know people will say to me I've got anxiety can you help me and I'm like you don't have anxiety you have anxious feelings Don't label yourself as having anxiety when perhaps it's just anxious feelings that you have. And the amount of clients that have said to me, you can see it physically, their body, their energy changes. As soon as someone gives them permission to say, there's nothing wrong with you. What's wrong is that you've labeled yourself as, you know, oh my God, I've got this label. I've got anxiety. I've got depression. And I know everyone is different, but particularly for my clients, as soon as I say that to them, they say, thank God you said that. Like, I feel like there's something wrong with me. And I'm like, let's let's just dive into where these feelings come from. Let's go right back, as you said, Natasha, peeling back those layers. And much of it comes from something that they can't even remember off the top of their head. When we go into it, it's like, oh my God, I didn't realise that it was this thing that someone did or someone said when I was six years old that then I took on this role as being that person. And that's how I've then gone on to show up in life. And um, that was my belief system about who I am. Now, everyone is different, but I'm only giving you examples of the people that I've worked with who have come to me and been on medication for many, many years. And when we've worked together in three months, they've got off them completely. Now, I'm not a medical doctor, but I, as I say, I can only tell you what I've worked with around energy because we are energy. And if we go in and just look at that part of the shadow self, the part that we hide from the part that we think is dark and is bad and we shine light and we maybe just hold a bit of space for that emotion to be felt and to be heard it leaves we actually let go of it we think by by we think if we speak about it if we bring it up we're giving it power and we don't want to give it power because it's really dark and it's really ugly and it's really awful and it makes me feel sick actually we're giving it power when we don't because it's consuming us on a subconscious level and 95% of us is made up of our subconscious. So it is, you know, and it is affecting us. And actually, if we just go in there and say, okay, what is this? Let's feel it. Let's let's see, right, can it, is it harmful now? Or is it an old story? Is it safe to let this go? And we're in, we're in control, just let it go. And then when we let it go, as I said earlier, it makes it makes space for us to start bringing in the new things. So those new affirmations, those healthy affirmations that are the positive opposite of those old beliefs, they land quicker because there's more space there. And that can then become, over time, our new reality. And it's so powerful. And certainly over lockdown, I've definitely, you know... I mean, I, I, I'm full, like I, I have no space to work with anyone one-to-one until 2021 
I know. I'm a bit annoyed. <laughs> I was like, Jill, I need you. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's, and, and that's why I did set up the, the, the group stuff because of that in July, because I thought I need to help more people. Um, more people need, you know, need this. And I, I can certainly guide you. But what I want with everyone I work with is so that they have the tools and they can then go and use them whenever they want on themselves. They don't need me, you know. So shining light on the shadow part of yourself and letting it go. Because when you let it go, you've created space to bring in the positive opposite of those old stories and old beliefs. And then they land, they, there's space for them to land and it becomes your new reality over time when you see affirmations. Suddenly that becomes your new reality as opposed to the old story. Um, and as I said earlier on um, in the interview, when people come to me now and it's it's just really amazing because I want to give them the tools. So I'm there as a guide and there as their coach, but I say to them, like, you have this, you have this gift within you now to use these tools for yourself whenever, you know, any old patterns start to come back, which they do, you know, because, you know, you've maybe had 20, 30, 40 years of old programs and it takes effort, right? As I say, I've been doing this for two and a half years every day. I still get triggered, but I can catch it much quicker now. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me personally, some of the most incredible experiences have come from actually revisiting, like, what is that issue? And that analogy of shining a light into the shadows and just looking at it and sitting with it and, and trying to understand it, for me, is so powerful. It's really... Because that shadow is always so ominous and we you know, we have such negativity and we try and black it out, but actually just shining a light and going, okay, where can we go here? What can we do with this? Like when I've done work with you and other people, and I mean, when you go there, it is painful. It's not going to hurt you. It is, it's a release. It's a healing. It's a, a better understanding of who you are why you might be reacting the way you are. And as you say, it's equipping you with tools to now move forward in a positive way. Yeah, of course it is. And I think it was amazing what you said there about it's not going to hurt you. And it's not. We think, and, you know, by, by, oh, by talking about it, as I say, it's giving it power. It's not. You're giving it power by not talking about it because it's holding you back. Nothing can hurt you when you go in and you shine that light on it. You're letting it go. And when emotion comes up, it's a good thing. That's healing and it's letting it go. It's saying, right, listen, let's let's shine light. That, that can't hurt you now, right? That's an old story. So what do we want to replace that with? And we let it go. And this stuff is amazing. It's amazing because you can all do it on your own. Everyone can everyone can do that on their own. It's it's incredible. Um, and that's the biggest thing for me when I am, um, uh, as I say, I don't have capacity to work with anyone one-to-one until 2021. But when I, um, I knew there were so many people during COVID that needed this support. And so I created an online platform where there was like a group um, program. It was a 21 day one because I realized that it took me 21 days to do some deep, deep inner work. 
that that would help me move forward. And I'm like, well, Jill, do you know what? You can actually do this and send, you know, give this to, to so many people and help them. And now they have the tools, they're equipped now to actually make the breakthroughs on their own. And that's it, is giving it back. I want to give people that back so that they can then use it and then they can then show other people how to do it you know it's just that ripple effect of healing by the masses absolutely and I also think for me as a mother I want to equip my kids with some tools that are really going to help them I don't want them carrying the same beliefs that haven't you know that haven't really served me I want to be able to talk to them on, you know, on a spiritual level. You know, there's different ways of looking after yourself and and approaching your well-being. So there's nothing that I haven't learned on my journey through my own wellness that I haven't been able to also pass on to my children as well, which I think is amazing. Um, Jill, you're incredible. So for anyone listening, if you've resonated with anything Jill's been talking about um, and you want to connect with her, she is on Instagram as Jill Ritchie. You can also follow Unearth Your Power and there people can learn more about the 21-day course as well, can't they, Jill? Yes, they can. Uh So it's at Just Jill Coaching is my Instagram handle and uh, unearth your power is linked to that as well so it's easier probably just to follow at just jill coaching and then you can come on to the unearth your power group as well and it is it's just a community of amazing people and i think for me natasha when you asked a question earlier about um for, you know getting this out to people and helping people and i think people look at me and think oh she's relatable you know a lot of people think when they thought you talk about energy healers and and everything they think oh god you know I'm not like that I don't hug trees and I'm not vegan (laughs) and I'm not vegan so I can't do it and I'm also a meditation guide as you know right but people would watch me and be like oh my god are you because I don't, I'm not your typical person that you maybe think does that work. But that's why yeah, it's relatable. You are, you are incredible. Like the work that you do, every single session I've ever done with you, whether it's life coaching, um, guided meditation, anything like that, it has been it's been life changing and I don't just throw that word around easily because when there's, when you have a lot of negative or bad energy or bad thoughts, whatever holding you back, stopping you from reaching your full potential. And then you find someone like you, who you can relate to, who is, you know, you trust with your life, who takes you there, you know, to that dark place, but keeps you safe and brings you back. Like for me, that's, that, that's beautiful and I just th- I just thank the universe that you said uh, in in Italy and tagged me in <laughs> me too me too I love it I love it thank uh, you Neil you've been incredible thank you so much for coming on to live better with Natasha you're so welcome my lovely take care 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Live Better with Natasha. If you have enjoyed the show, please give it a five-star review on whichever platform you get your podcasts. It helps us more than you can imagine to reach more people and share important lessons and conversations about mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. You can also connect with Natasha and become part of the Live Better movement right now by clicking the link in the show notes. If you're serious about scaling your personal or business brand, then you need to be producing audio. Yes, you need a podcast. Podcasting is exploding right now and means that you can reach a global audience, be seen as the expert in your marketplace, collaborate with world-renowned influencers, turn followers, fans, and listeners into paying clients, and open up a world of opportunities. So when you're ready to add the power of podcasting for your brand and business, check out the Ultimate Podcast Group, the team that make this this very podcast, Ultimate Podcast Group, your one-stop full-service agency for all your production needs. For more information, click the link in the show notes now.